Hello, welcome back to the Barefoot Books podcast. This week, we'll hear the story that inspired Shakespeare's play, The Merchant of Venice. After a foolish young man makes a risky bargain, only the Duke's daughter can save him. After the story, go to barefootbooks.com to find the complete Shakespeare storybook collection. This is the story of A Bargain is a Bargain the source for the Merchant of Venice. There was once a rich merchant who had two sons. These brothers were as different as the crow and the peacock, or as the moon and the sun, or as hot and cold. The elder, serious and somber, cared only for money. The younger was friendly and warm, always joking and often foolish. Their old father was ill, He knew his time had come and called his sons to his side. My boys, said the merchant, I'm close to death. All my life I have worked hard, built a business, made a fortune. I leave all that to you. Now tell me, what will you each do with my money? The older son promised to use his inheritance wisely and keep the family business going. But did the younger boy say, Father, I'm going to be just like you, a great businessman? No, he did not. Instead, he said, Father, I'm going to spend your money. I'm going to have a good time. I'll buy fancy clothes, good food and wine. I'll have music and dancing and beautiful women around me always. These words broke his father's heart, and the old man died in that instant. The older brother became ever more serious and wisely invested the fortune left to him. Soon he was even more successful than his father had been. And the younger brother did just as he had promised. He went on a spree. He dressed in expensive clothes of the latest fashion. He flirted with young women and hired musicians so as to hear sweet melodies all the time. He didn't even think about work. He feasted on the finest food, drank the best wine, and held wild parties. Soon he had spent all his fortune. Penniless, he found his friends soon left him. They were the kind who only stick with someone who has money. The young man was homeless, dressed in rags. Living in the street, he became a beggar. People said it was shameful. The older brother was disgusted with his younger brother. But the young man didn't mind being poor. He seemed perfectly happy. Now the duke of that city had a daughter who was both beautiful and wise. Many men asked to marry her, but she had no desire to wed, for she loved only books and stories, thoughts and ideas. She turned them all down and spent her days reading. Even so, men pestered her, and the duke demanded she choose a husband. So his daughter devised a test. She gave orders for three caskets to be made the first of gold, the second of silver, and the last of wood. She declared if any man could solve the puzzle and choose the casket that held the prize worth having, he would be her husband. 
Many tried to solve the puzzle, but all failed. So the Duke's daughter happily continued her peaceful existence, absorbed in her books. The only distractions that could tempt her away from the palace and her beloved books were the fun-filled festivals and lively carnivals for which her city was famed. One day, when carnival was in full swing, the younger brother caught sight of the Duke's daughter. He fell in love at once and was determined to solve the puzzle and marry her. But how could he appear before her in rags? Could a beggar marry the daughter of a duke? It seemed impossible, but this young man was full of cheek. He went to his brother and asked for some money. Why should I give money to you, you scoundrel? grumbled the older brother. Because, dear brother, the younger man lied. I'm so sorry for my foolishness and wickedness. I want to make amends. I want to be like you and father. Give me some money so I can prove myself and be a merchant. His brother didn't believe him. He wouldn't part with any of his money, not a single penny. Then loan me the money, brother, he pleaded. With the carnival on, I can sell many things. I'm sure to make a great fortune. What if you fail and can't pay me back? asked the older brother. If I can't pay with money, the younger one swore, I'll pay with anything you want. Just name it. You've nothing, nothing but your own flesh, exclaimed his exasperated brother. Then I'll pay with that, he announced. If I can't pay with money, I shall pay with my own flesh. Very well, agreed his brother. I'll loan the amount you ask for. If you can't pay me back by the end of carnival, then I'll cut away a pound of flesh from the place closest to your heart. A bargain was made, a deal done, an agreement settled upon. Documents were drawn up and the contract signed and witnessed. The younger brother took the money, never dreaming he would have to pay it back. My brother will be so proud when I'm married to the Duke's daughter. He'll not care about the money, he thought to himself. Certainly, he never believed his brother would cut away a pound of his flesh. That was just a jest. But the brother was deadly serious and determined to punish the younger man, if necessary, to teach him a lesson. Rather than spend the money on goods to sell at Carnival, the young man had the finest clothes made up. Dressed in the latest fashion, he cut a fine figure. One would have thought he was a prince or even an emperor. He went to the palace and demanded that the Duke's daughter put him to the test. The young man was taken at once to her chamber, where the three caskets sat. He was asked to choose the one that held the prize worth having. Carefully, he read the inscription on each casket. The golden casket read, Who chooses me shall find what everyone becomes in the end. I don't want that one, said the young man, 
for not everyone becomes the husband of a duke's daughter. The golden casket was opened, and it was full of dust and bones. The silver casket said, Who chooses me shall find what everyone gets in the end. No, take it away, ordered the youth, for not everyone gets the daughter of a duke. The silver casket was opened. Inside, it was full of moldy soil and wriggling worms. The wooden casket had written on it, Who chooses me finds what goodness grants. That's the one I want, he declared. The wooden box was opened, and inside was a gorgeous golden ring set with diamonds and pearls. Well chosen, observed the duke's daughter, not without a little sigh. Is that the prize worth having? No, said the young man. The prize is not this ring. The reward is to marry you, for is this not our engagement ring? It is, the duke's daughter agreed, rather sadly. You've solved the puzzle. We shall be married. Wear that ring always, for it is a token of the bond between us. Never part with it, or our wedding will not take place. Proudly, the young man put the ring upon his finger. Then away he went to celebrate his success. With money left from his brother's loan, he bought food and wine. Soon his old friends were back, and a grand time was had by all. By the time Carnival had ended, all the money was spent. With Carnival over, the older brother sought the young man and demanded his money. His brother laughed and said, I've nothing to pay you with today. All the money is gone. But wait just a little longer, for soon I'll be marrying the Duke's daughter and will pay you ten times what I owe. Scallywag, no daughter of a Duke will marry you, roared the brother. Pay my money now, or I cut out a pound of your flesh this very day. The young man realized with horror that his brother was deadly serious. He pleaded for mercy, but the brother insisted on his pound of flesh. The youth was thrown into prison so the matter could be judged. Let the duke solve this. I know he'll favor me boasted the older brother. A bargain is a bargain. An agreement is an agreement. A contract is a contract. A deal is a deal. You signed the papers. You must pay with your flesh. Weeping and wailing, the younger brother paced his prison cell, thinking desperately what he could do to save himself. Then an idea came to him. Hastily, he wrote a message and had the guard take it to the duke's daughter. She read it and came at once. Husband-to-be, how did you get thrown into my father's dungeons? she asked. The young man told his story of his recklessness with money and the conditions of the loan. This is bad, this is very bad, said the duke's daughter with a sigh. You were foolish to put your life at risk, but it's also wicked for your brother to behave in this way. When you come to my father's court, you must have the best lawyer. 
But lawyers cost money, cried the young man, and I have none. Never worry, smiled the duke's daughter. I'll see to it you have a lawyer. When the day came for the brothers to argue their case before the duke, his daughter dismissed all her servants. She cut off her hair and removed her beautiful gown of satin and lace. She put on instead the dusky robes of a lawyer. With short hair and dressed in these clothes, she passed easily for a man. No one knew her as she entered the courtroom and declared herself to be the young man's advocate. The case was called the brothers stepped forward. The story was told to the Duke, who looked over the documents and asked, Is all this true? The young man admitted it was. The Duke frowned. I don't like this case, this bad feeling between brothers, but it seems your brother has the right to cut away your flesh. Before I decide, what does the law say? The duke's daughter rose and proclaimed, Your worship, the law says a bargain is a bargain. An agreement's an agreement, a contract's a contract, a deal's a deal. This young man borrowed the money and can't pay it back. He agreed to give a pound of flesh instead. So his brother has the right to cut away that flesh this very instant. The young man didn't like the words of his lawyer. But then she went on, for lawyers do talk a lot. However, she said, because a bargain's a bargain, an agreement's an agreement, a contract's a contract, a deal is a deal, it must be honored to the letter. The bargain was that exactly and precisely one pound of flesh be cut, so his brother must take no more and no less than a pound of flesh. If he cuts an ounce more or less than a pound, then he must give all his money to the city for breaking his word. Now it was the older brother who was unhappy with the lawyer's words, but still the lawyer talked on. Furthermore, she declared, the law says no person may spill the blood of another. If blood is spilled, then the older brother must have his head chopped off in punishment. So let exactly, precisely one pound of flesh be cut without a drop of blood spilled, or the older brother loses his money and his head. That is what the law says. Excellent, cried the Duke. A brilliant reading of the law. You're the finest lawyer ever to speak in my court. Then he turned to the older brother. Sir, take your pound of flesh without any blood, but break the law and you are ruined. The older brother went away furious with neither his money nor his pound of flesh. The younger brother was about to dash away to the duke's daughter to tell her the good news when his lawyer stopped him. Sir, before you go, you must pay your lawyer, she declared. Uh, but I've no money, he croaked. You know that. Just wait a little and my beloved will give me money to pay you. That won't do, said the duke's daughter, frowning. You're a reckless young man and I think not to be trusted. 
that ring on your finger. Give it to me. I cannot, the young man protested. It was given to me by the Duke's daughter. I promised never to remove it. Give it to me now, she commanded. I shall hold it until you return with money to pay me. Reluctantly, the young man gave her the ring. Then he dashed from the courtroom. But the Duke's daughter was quicker and changed out of her clothes at once so he would not recognize her as his lawyer. My beloved, I'm saved, he shouted as he raced up to her. Now we can be married. That we cannot be, the Duke's daughter calmly replied. Look at your hand. Already you've lost the ring I made you promise to keep. But I had to pay the lawyer, wailed the young man. I had nothing else to give him. To pay a mere lawyer, you gave up the prize worth having, exclaimed the Duke's daughter. I think your love for me is too little. The bond between us is now broken. You'll not be my husband now. Both brothers were now disappointed in their fortunes. The younger one returned to the streets, a beggar once again. Perhaps he was still happy-go-lucky, or maybe what had happened had made him wiser and more serious. Meanwhile, the Duke's daughter settled down happily with her books, pleased that she had saved two brothers from their wickedness and foolishness, but gladder still that it was she who had won a prize worth having. That's all for today's episode. Thanks for listening. Now you can visit barefootbooks.com slash podcast to find special offers, join our email list, and listen to past episodes of the Barefoot Books podcast. See you next week. Bye.